0: You've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in, because your favorite program is coming up next. Howdy there. You're now tuned in now to,
1: to My Mind with Stephen Taylor. Now I tell you what we got a lot coming on in this here show. We're going to talk about lots and lots of things. I know we always say that, but this time it's going to be a real rock and raving, and, and time. I tell you what. Now let's start the show. Hello and welcome back to the My Mind Podcast. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for hanging in there. I know it's been a quite a turbulent week as it were, as far as current affairs and uh, things go. But look, we're back. We're back and we've got big energy and we've got big things and we're coming in. We're coming in hot. We've got some good content coming out. We've um, successfully I've successfully managed to record with other people. Uh, this week you only have me though. So, you know, that's good. That's good, isn't it? Are we okay with that? I'm okay with that. I think uh, this week um, I'm trying to get a couple of things going so we'll see what happens but there's going to be we're going to have two episodes this week so I'm going to do this one which is going to come out today which was meant to come out yesterday but because of a bit of a scheduling conflict I wasn't able to so I'm going to do it today to come out today and then tomorrow's will come out tomorrow and then we'll have double we've got double episodes this week and then the week after we might do another double as well we'll see how we're going but just to just to kind of start it off, and top it off rather, what um what are we going to talk about? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about how. Nah, it's not it's not anything really, but just you know I spoke last time about my kind of <laughs> I watched a DJ set at like a sushi place, so now like I've. <laughs> I've been I've been on that channel. Not constantly, but every now and then I click onto it. Hopefully I can capture the same magic. Nah. It was a one-time only deal, I feel. I feel like I was only ever gonna find the the sushi set once. I feel like it was a once-in-a-lifetime kind of opportunity that I've um I was happy I got which I don't think I'll ever see again, which I'm okay with. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's okay. You, you can only have fire once sometimes, you know, sometimes it, it doesn't, lightning doesn't strike twice. Um, for the very few, it sometimes does, but not in this case, I haven't seen. The only thing I actually seen these two DJs do a cool set on top of like a mountaintop in like Italy, which was pretty cool. They would play like funky dance music, like James Brown style, like dance mis- mixes and stuff. Woo! You know, that was pretty hot. That was pretty cool. I was happy with that, but um, yeah. Other than that, there's been. I feel like you're always. you what what you watch, on television or on your streaming services, which most people do. Most people, I feel, I feel like most days, most things that people watch are on like streaming services. So, whether it be you know Netflix, Stan, uh, HBO Max or what's the new one, Paramount Plus or whatever. I feel like people are, or binge, I feel like people are always consuming, consuming their um, consumerism, <laughs> consuming their like TV and like movies through those because you get to, because it's tailored to pick what you want to watch so you can have the freedom to choose instead of just looking at a TV guide and I watch this at this time and then this at this time. You're missing out on a little bit of, on some cool shows that are like popping up. Like, I'm surprised that um, I'm actually enjoying The Masked Singer more than I thought I would, yeah, which has been good. It's been good to watch, like, as a family, The Masked Singer. It's been um, – there's been some – there was some shock ones, you know, not to spoil it because, you know, it's, we're watching this season. But, um, you know, an actor that I like, not a great deal, but I do like him in movies, was like Vinnie Jones. And I was like, what? This is crazy, Vinnie Jones. So, like, who else are they going to like grab out of the box to come and like come and play? You know what I mean? Like, whoa, who's seen that coming? Certainly not I. Joe Blow average in the stands. We're on the stands at home, but um, yeah, I feel like you're missing out on some like gems that are on normal TV. Like my wife and I, we, we watch um, eight out of ten cats does countdown, which like in Australia it's called letters and numbers. But in uh, Britain or the UK, they do the same show and it's called Countdown, which is letters and numbers, which sounds quite basic. We've taken the American way; we've just called it what it is. <laughs> we've just decided, you know what, it is what it is, and we're just, look, look, man, it is what it is, and we're just going to call it. We're going to call a spade a spade, and look, that's what it is. But in this eight out of Kens, it's hosted by the Jimmy that Jimmy Carr, you know, funny guy, and. Um, you know, there's there's two captains. There's, like, John Richardson, who's pretty funny, and Sean Rock, rest in, rest in peace. Sean Rock, he actually passed away a couple of weeks ago, which is quite sad. But he was definitely, like, the rock for me and my wife. You know, he was the rock of the show. So, like, you know, so and he didn't have social media. He lived his whole life without, like, being on social media all that much and still being able to make a livable... I'm sure many people do, but I think it's quite amazing in this day and age where someone didn't have to use... Um, unconventional methods, which are social media, which have become conventional methods now to like, you know, sell your show and sell your tickets and all the rest. I'm sure he had like a Facebook kind of deal to some extent, you know, to promote some kind of stuff. But for the most part, I'm pretty sure he was on Countdown and used um, the Countdown platform and um, to sell his live shows and all that kind of stuff, which is cool. It's really amazing, honestly, like to go – like I said, this day and age and to not use social media as a platform to its fullest and still have like a successful career. Because by all means, he's a very successful comedian. I think so. He's very, very funny. He's, like I said, he's a rock. You know, so you should go and watch, it's, it's on SBS On Demand or it's 7.30 every weekday <laughs> on uh, SBS, which is, that's what, on SBS of Iceland. So Jess and I have been, um, Jess, my wife, we've um, been watching SBS of a lot. I didn't realise I liked hoarders as well. My wife hates hoarders. She gets like real anxious about people just having heaps of stuff. But I find it quite cleansing to see them have all this stuff in their house and then and then the next week or not the next week, the next like twenty minutes, it's all clean and it's all done. Like there was this one lady I watched and this was around the time, I think these shows started coming out around the same time as that My Strange Addiction, where there's that lady that drinks, like, a cup of bleach <laughs> every day because she likes the, you know, the flavor <laughs> contrast of bleach or something. And, um, you know, it came up with a whole strange of, like, you know, body um, dysmorphias and stuff like that. So, you know, it come out around those weird times of shows in, like, the mid between 2000 and 2010, like that kind of weird era. You know, that's when shows... We didn't have a lot of, like, really good reality TV, it seemed. Like, all the reality TV from the 2000s was kind of fizzing out Australian Idol, American Idol, whatever. And then it was, you know, they were trying to branch out to find new reality TV stuff. You know, I think Catfish was starting to come around then and that kind of stuff. If you don't know what Catfish is, it's the MTV show where internet people were trying to snag and trick people, like saying they were like some hot dude or some hot chick. And then they'd meet up and it'd just be like some the opposite of like what their profile pick was and that kind of stuff. You know, or they'd be like really old in real life or they have no hair and they had like heaps of hair on the photo or whatever. Or they're heaps young in the photo. But anyway, going back to hoarders. So there's this is lady and she had just like and this is like these, these are new episodes. So this was like maybe a year or two ago. So not new, new, but like new, right? And, you know, we live in a technological age. age and this lady just had boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes. You might think your podcast is repeating, but it's not. Because it had boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes of VHS tapes. <laughs> and all of them just had recorded like news and like stuff like it wasn't as it was like she recorded TV adverts and then you know record them all on one tape or record like a movie on tape and then just stored them away so she had like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of VHS tapes that had recorded content on them and she just put them in boxes and like filled a house up with them and you know like her house was so full of VHS and just like you know other random stuff but it was mainly like the vhs's that it like spewed out into like the back and front lawn right so there's like vhs everywhere and she's like starts like getting random stuff like starts just like collecting like jackets and like um you know real just stuff man hey like honestly just like gutters and shelves and like you know, a, a walking frame. And this this lady's old. Like, she's, um, you know, late 60s, early 70s. So, she's quite old. She's not quite old, but she's older, you know. Like, she's got a maneuver around this house. And, you know, they always find, like, dead mice and stuff like that. And they've got, like, pa- pasta pasta stains on the walls and stuff, you know. Like, dead sprigs of parsley. And there's, like, daffodils growing inside. <laughs> stuff like that. You know, it's weird, man. Eh? Like, it's crazy to me. To, to think that people can let their their house get to the point of being, like, professionally cleaned by a company that it says, we clear stuff or, like, we clear, we, we clear crap, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's so crazy that, to me, you know, and I, I'm not judging anybody, you know? Like, uh, we've all done some weird stuff in our time. But that is by far just just strange to me. Like it's a really foreign concept to think that you could just collect, I've collected things. I have things, but I don't have an excessive amount of things. Like I don't have a drawer full of two B pencils. And then the collection got so vast that they spewed into like the side of my house and the back of my house, right? <laughs> And, you know, she's in she's in denial about it. I won't, I don't know. I can't remember her name. It was probably like Brandy Lowe or something like that. You know, some real, like, it was in the South of America. So they had, like, hick names, right? <laughs> and her daughter, Mary Lou. <laughs> so she's, <laughs> what did I say? Brandy Lowe. She's Brandy Lowe and her daughter's Mary Lou. <laughs> and then the sister of the daughter is like Peggy Sue. <laughs> and then there's, you know, Gwendolyn. <laughs> or Bill, whatever <laughs> anyway um, so they're like they come with like these professionals like a psychiatrist to help them through to help them like build the mental block to like get over so, so they can marry Kondo their house. you know the Mary Kondo she does like the she's got the Netflix series where she's like, you have to kiss your
0: clothes goodbye, say thank you, memory for shirt
1: and then throw away boy i'm Asian. i'm allowed to do this i'm not i'm just doing a voice right don't get don't get precious i'm just doing a voice you know and that's what she does and she folds things in a unique a very Jap- japanese way or as my auntie would say Japanese way <laughs> and she would fold them in a in a japanese way and then any shirt that you didn't want she like d de- she's like a, a, the queen of declutter you know mary kondo right go look her up she's you're good value you know you can get some a lot of cool tips i roll my towels because of her i don't even think she rolls towels actually i just like rolling towels because it's easier than folding it's another thing i found out through the current economical climate is that i have i fold you know because my wife works and she's studying and stuff so i've taken on a lot of the chores which i don't mind it's okay you know i need stuff to do anyway so i find myself like folding clothes and stuff. So I just put the Sopranos on, that's how I catch up on the Sopranos. I put the Sopranos on and then I um, fold some clothes, which is fine, you know, it's all good. And um, so yeah, like Mary, you know, she. so the psychiatrist come, or one psychiatrist comes and they come and say, oh, you know, you gotta, you, hey, you gotta build the blocks. You gotta get over this stuff so you can get rid of your VHS. What does it all
0: stem from? She's like, well, my granddaddy said, that you can never have enough evidence on people, and that, he said to me, he said, Brandy Low, there's two things in life that you can take with you, and that's recorded TV adverts on this here VHS, and it's and it's and it's money. Okay, I tell you what. You can get all the money and you can record anything you want on these VHSs, Brandy Low. Don't you let anybody tell you that you can't have whatever you want, Brandy Low, because you got anything you want in this world. And that's what, and that's what my
1: granddad said. I'm out living a lot. I'm sure that's not what they said to Brandy Lowe or whatever her name is, you know. And, um, and I hope she is. Let me just, you know, be a bit affirmative action here, you know, like... I hope she is still keeping up with her decluttered lifestyle, and she is living a Mary Kondo kind of life, right? And she's, she's like, um, so the psychiatrist comes in, and you know, she's saying like, you know, why, why you do this to? Would I give her a Brooklyn
0: accent? Hey, yo, why are you doing this, Brandy Low? <laughs> why you gotta do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, why you gotta? What do you gotta be thinking so crazy? And then you know, she says the
1: granddaddy bit or whatever. And, and then they bring in like a cleaning expert and he's like, he brings in his own company because obviously it makes a bit of scuttle, you know what I'm saying? From the TV advert, from the, you know, the sponsorship of the show. And he just comes because he obviously enjoys taking stuff to the tip. I mean, you'd have to be, you'd have to enjoy to some extent if you're in that industry of like throwing out other people's stuff (laughs) you would have to enjoy it to some extent i would say you know that you couldn't just i personally couldn't go to someone else's house and say that here is rubbish (laughs) you should throw that out you know i would say it as a joke but i wouldn't say it in a way that like he's saying it you know he's saying like that's that's feces you need to throw it out in a kitchen it's different you say that stuff in a kitchen it's different you know but um yeah, so he, they, you know, he goes there and he's got his company, We Clean Crap, or whatever, <laughs> whatever his company's called. And, you know, the psychiatrist trying to, and, and they're so, like, they want to change, God love them, but they can't change, you know? They just don't want to change, you know? And, like, he, the, the, this clean dude's, like, there is, like, feces on all of this stuff. Like, even though we clean it, Rats and mice and cats have weed on this, so there's like <laughs> urinal,
0: fecal matter through all the VHS tapes. And she's like, "No, no, they still work. Damn it, I'm Brandy Low. <laughs> they still work. It's, that's got my ShamWow ads on it. I, I need that.
1: You know, she's like putting up heaps of resistance. You know, to the to the clean guys. He's like, dude, there's like there's weed on it. There's there's a weed. In this box and it's for some reason it's still wet
0: <laughs> no that was just me it, it just got there it the we just got there it ain't old you
1: know and there was there was another thing. outside
0: was like a whole different story
1: because you think outside like you know it's been hit by the elements you know it's been like rain hailing shining Mildewy, snowing, whatever, and these tapes are like weathering the storm. That that actually tells you how strong VHS are, right? And you know she's like got these like vitamins out there, and like this dude's like, oh, there's some flies like in this box. Like, what's going on? He like goes and inspects it. And he's like, oh, there's
0: like maggots growing in these vitamins. She's like, hey, I bought them last week. I just put them out there. They brand new. And the guy's like, they expired like two years ago. Hey. I tell you what, don't you go near those vitamins. They man, don't you dare throw this. Like, there's maggots coming out of. Hey, they mine. You know, it, it gets like, it gets heated, and
1: that's what I like. That's that's like, my favorite thing about reality TV is that it gets so heated so quickly for no reason. You know, like she she does have a right to be angry because he wants to throw it out, but you don't need to get. Hey. You know, you don't need to get like real mad over some maggoty vitamins. And like, they just lie. They just blatantly lie about it, you know? He's like, do you know, it
0: ran out two years ago. No, I bought them two weeks ago. They were on special down at the shopping mall. I tell you what, you better not touch my vitamins. Good, sir. Yes, sir. What else do they say down south? Yes, sir. Or whatever.
1: And, um, you know, so you know, they hit resistance. And one of the daughter was one of the daughters of the girl, like Mary Lou, she was like Mama,
0: I can't I can't help you this time. Mama, I tell you what <laughs> I don't know why they say what like that. <laughs> it's funny though. Um But I tell you what, Mama, if you don't let these men come in and clean your house, I will not be here. I will not be here, me and George, my husband, we ain't never coming back here. And the other daughter like Peggy Sue's like, God damn it, Mary Lou, you always trying to get, stop trying to think this is something you can control, Mary Lou. Randy Lowe, our mama, she she gonna do what she want. If it's her stuff, it's her stuff. You get out, get out, Mary Lou. I'm telling you, cause I'm Peggy Sue. Get out, Stop trying to control that mama's life. It gets heated.
1: Like, it's like Maury Povich or like, who's the other guy? Oh, Jerry Springer. You know what I mean? Like, it's some it's some wild stuff. And that's like the coolest thing about like, I shouldn't say cool. It's just entertaining. You know, it's like an entertaining thing to watch. And because my my, my viewership is quite limited because I'm like, I'm watching normal TV instead of like, you know, my paid subscriptions and stuff. So I'm like, I'm doing this for you guys, really. I'm watching all this normal TV nonsense. So i got something to talk about, you know. So there's like some, because I'm not working. I'll be honest. I'm not working at the moment. I'm working a little bit, but not a lot to tell you stories about it. Unless you want to hear about how I wrote a recipe card, you know, and I, I use words that aren't commonly used in recipe cards, so people read them. That's all I did. That's it. Wasn't very exciting, was it? There you go. It summed up my whole working week in just a couple of sentences. So I've been watching all this nonsense on, on TV, which I'm finding quite entertaining to um, to watch. So then <laughs> going back to the hoarders. So like, and then the sister, like, she's done, right? Maybe we lose out. She's done. She's not helping Brandy Lowe no more, right? And Peggy Sue's like, well, I'll tell you what, mama.
0: I'm trying here. And then she gets to crash. She's like, you know, I tried. I tried, Mama, but you you don't want to listen to me no more. You don't want to listen to your daughter, Peggy Sue. Mary Lou's gone. Who are you going to get to help you, Mama?
1: You know? And the granddaughter. I don't know. I don't even know if it's the granddaughter on, the like, Mary Lou's side or Peggy Sue's side. I, I, don't, I don't know where she comes from, but she's, like, she's got, like, a real... Like Krishna, she's like Genevieve, or like <laughs> you know, or um, Charlotte, or something like that. You know, she's got a really like nice name because the the parents didn't want to give her a, a real like hick name, I guess, <laughs> or something like that. So she's like Genevieve, you know, and like Genevieve's like, oh, grandma, why you not want to throw this out? Is is dirty? No, I don't know why she's French, actually. <laughs>
0: You can be French. Je navigue. Oh, les, les, mes amours. Oh, bonjour, Julien, Jardinier! Ah, mes c'est la vie. Incredible. Véhicule stepper.
1: That's the extent of my French. I don't know much French. I know like cooking terms, Julien, Jardinière, as I said. Um, Aliment. La <laughs> Mise en place? <laughs> uh, anyway. Um,
0: <laughs> so she comes along and she's like, Grandma, why do we need these VHS? And she's like, Genevieve, I tell you what. You pick three things that you want to keep and we're going to throw out the rest. Because I'm going to do it for you. Because I'm going to spend time with you, Genevieve. Because you're my granddaughter. You're my granddaughter, Genevieve. From Brandy Lowe love you. You yeah. know? <laughs> and that's
1: how it plays out. And then the guys are like, good job, Brandy Lowe, for throwing out those
0: old magnesium tablets. She's like, I know. My daughter, Genevieve, she told me to do that. I love her. I don't love my daughter, Peggy Still, Mary Lou. I love my, my my granddaughter, Genevieve. She cool.
1: You know. Anyway, moving on.
0: <laughs> so
1: what else I've been watching is um, I've been watching, like, heaps of old films that just kind of crop up on TV that I really like. Like, I watched um, Black Snake Moan, which is a cool blues story about this... Um, it sounds like a disease that is, like, made up to, like, fictionally... To, like, fix... Not fix, to, like, create a movie about. It's, like, extreme... Um n- nympha, nymphomaniac syndrome you know like n- nymphomaniacs are, are like men or or women that constantly need um to have like sexual intercourse or like do sexual stuff to like always they get, they feel like they get anxiety and it's all like past traumas and stuff like that. So this movie called Black Snake Moan stars the the great Samuel Jackson. And this might be, this is one of my favorite. I forgot how much I actually like this movie because like Samuel Jackson in this role is just so cool. He plays like a Sun House kind of character. If you don't know who like Sun House is, he's like this old like blues from like the Delta Blues era, like the nineteen like thirties and 40s and stuff. And he was just, He's just this cool... He's like the godfather of, like, Delta Blues, eh? You know? he Like, he just plays the coolest, like, blues... Old school... Old, old school, like, blues, man, eh? Like, not this Eric Clapton and Stevie Ray Vaughan stuff. Like, old school blues, man. Like, country blues, you know? Delta Blues. Not country Dels. Delta Blues. And that's, like, the whole theme. So, it's got, like, a lot of, like, Black Keys stuff. And, um, you know, like, a lot of the score... Around the movie is like focused on Like all that blues music And stuff like that So you know that creates That creates like a really good soundtrack eh? Like it's really good I enjoy it, you know it's so fun It's so awesome, it's such a cool movie And anyway it it stars uh, Justin Timberlake who does a How would you say An appalling job (laughs) At being an actor Because like I'm sure, like, Justin Timberlake can act when he's not trying to act. When he's, like, trying to act, it just feels so, like, forced. Like, there was a movie that came out uh, in, like, 2005 or, like, 2006 called Alpha Dog. And it's a good movie. Like, Emil Hirsch, uh, Nick Cassavetes, the guy who wrote The Notebook, he directs it. Um, he, he directed that movie. And, like, Alpha Dog's kind of, like, the male version or the male equivalent of the the notebook. So it's like a tearjerker for men because of like the substance of the story and stuff like that, which it is, you know, like I've shed a tear watching Alpha Dog, but yeah, you know, a, a lot of men cry to that movie and it's okay, man, you can cry to that. You know, it's okay. Um, you know, it's cool. So, you know, like and Justin Tim Lakeson and Emile Hirsch, Bruce Willis, Sharon Stone, like Ben Foster, uh, Anton Yelchin, um, There's two girls in it bro. I can't remember Maybe Alicia Cuthbert But maybe that was in Girl Next Door actually Which is a sick movie That had Emil Hirsch in it as well That was a good movie The Girl Next Door You know it was cool um, That was a good premise For the movie actually <laughs> One of my friends Like can't watch that movie anymore Because he like Just falls in love with it Because it's like a boyish fancy Or whatever But Hmm Anyway, I feel you, pain, man, eh? Because Alicia Cuthbert in that movie is...
0: Dino, mate!
1: Anyway, so, you know, he, she's... Primo. But anyway, so... Um, yeah, Justin Timberlake has been in... In movies and stuff like that, obviously. He's been in... I think he's been in a couple of TV shows as well, but... He does do a good job. Just when he's trying to act like dramatic scenes, it just comes off so... Oh, and it brings down the whole movie, eh? Like Christina Ricci, I think it's Ricci, or it's Hickey. No, it's Ricci. I don't want to say Hickey. Christina Ricci does a great job as like the the main female lead, and Samuel Jackson does a strong job. He holds the film together. It's like her and Christina Ricci. They're like chemistry throughout the whole movie. If you haven't seen Black Snake Mo, come out in the year 07, and is a fantastic movie. If you want just a good wholehearted movie, right? And um. So yeah, Christine Ricky and Samuel Jackson are in this with pff, Justin Timberlake. And the the whole fil- film centers around, centers around um, Samuel Jackson's just like his wife slept him for a younger man. And he was like he's like this old farmer who was like a blues singer in his part-time. And he was like like a, you know, a good blues singer right and it's as, it's actually interesting I, I say Sunhouse because like the film's actually dedicated to him you know you know I'm tangenting here um, the 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 film's actually like dedicated to him and actually does feature a lot of his music from it you know this is what happens you know like I was saying the other week how like me playing GTA online has like given me like more appreciation and like made me listen to like more like dance music and stuff it's like Movies like Black Snake Moan or, like, movies like um, Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs, like, make me want to listen to music of that, like, that era, like, where the film's, like, centered around and stuff like that, or, like, what's, like, the main theme from the kind of genre the film is, you know, like, Pulp Fiction's like, this cool, like, surfy vibes, you know what I mean, like... Yeah, it makes you, like, LA vibes, you know what I mean? And Reservoir Dog's, like, the super sound of the 70s, man. <laughs> you know, like, you, you take the inspiration from that and you, it reflects on your own life and you start listening to those things, you know? So through listening to... Uh, watching Black Snake Moan, I've been listening to more, like, um, country and stuff than blues. Anyway, um, and so he plays his kind of son house character where his wife's just left him for a younger man and he's, like... oh. Going through like an angry like break up He's like on a farm by himself And on the flip side Christina Ricky. Spoiler alert by the way I always forget to do this But there's a spoiler alert You know if you want to watch this movie Just stop listening And go and listen to it Go and um, jump on the. Go and listen to it Go watch it You know I'm sure you could do an audio book of Black Snake Moan, But it wouldn't be as good Because it's a very visual movie You know um, Yeah so um, <laughs> Christina Ricci's character, she's like, she's like the uh, boyfriend to Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake has got like this weird, like IBS thing going on, where he like gets panic attacks and like throws up and does like poos in weird spots and stuff like that. They don't like show it, but they they show the throwing up because that's like acceptable on TV, but they don't show the pooing. Ever since Train Spotting, every like shows. All movies like weird about poo scenes, which is why, yeah, I get it. Um, and anyway, so he's got like some weird IBS thing going on, and he goes and joins the military because he wants a better life for what's her character Ray, I think, he wants a better life for those two, right? So, as soon as he leaves and gets taken away, he's
0: like, oh, oh, Ray. Now, I, I, need, I need you I need you to be thinking of me while I'm over there. Otherwise, I ain't going to make it.
1: And I wish I was, like, putting on a voice of Justin Timberlake, but that is literally how he sounds in that movie the whole time. Like, it is so frustrating and so annoying. Like, I used to think when I didn't know much about movies and, like, how characters are written and how they should be, like, how, like, dialogue's written and stuff... When I was watching like Alpha Dog, I was like, man, Justin Timberlake's the man, bro. He's like a good actor. And now like watching back and like looking at it, I realized that he sucks. <laughs> like he's not good. And I'm sorry, Justin Timberlake, you've got a lot of talents, but like acting dramatically is just not one of them. Like, I'm very sorry. You're good in Bad Teacher because that's not a serious role and you, you you have fun with it and it's good to see, but... You know, that's, you know, when you're in a movie like Black Snake Moan, that's not like a comedy. There's funny parts, like in movies, there are funny comedical parts, but it does center a lot around a heavy theme of um, the destruction of past relationships with people. And um, so he's like, you know, I I need you, I need to know,
0: Ray, that you win this for us. Okay. Christine Ricky's like, "I, I can't do it, Ronnie. I can't do it. I can't be with you, Ronnie. If you're not here, you know what I'm like.
1: And I'm like, only remembering parts of the film. It's like, Oh, what goes on? What goes on? You know, like I'm on the edge of my seat. I've brewed a cup of tea at this point. You know, I'm invested. I'm willing to have my cup of tea sitting in front of this, in, in front of this movie. And, um, yeah, so he goes to war. And then that night, she just goes on a massive bender, Like I'm telling you, like she get, she gets like, White girl wasted to the extreme, I'm talking like Melbourne Cup, the last horse's race. Everyone's up, and now we're leaving. <laughs> it's the car park mess, man. Eh? I'm talking. It's it's the holy grail of messiness, dude. And she's like, she's like, Perk, set it up. She's taking some like uppers, downers, sideways and upways, downwards and diagonally and diagonally down man like she is on everything under the sun dude and it actually shows a scene where she just free falls backwards like flat you know and she suffers from this disease or like this mental thing that she needs to have um contact like sexual contact with the dude actually before she gets messed up she like immediately calls this like um her like not her dealer but a, like a, a meth dealer who's like just rails right like the next scene like of her him leaving and then it goes like some samuel jackson stuff and then she's just getting railed <laughs>
0: like
1: <laughs> she's getting like uh, driven by this um African American bloke, and it's like, wow, this is like, this is extreme, man. This is wild, you know. Like, you don't expect to... you, because I forgot the movie. Yeah, I didn't expect like it was like heavy on the, on the themes, and it was heavy on the themes, and, so then it it cuts to like, uh, you know that, she's saying that you know, um, doesn't know how she's gonna deal with Ronnie away and all that, and you know she jumped on him and she goes out and she gets on all these uppers and downers and stuff and like goes on this crazy and in between it's like flicks to Samuel Jackson and he's talking to I think it's his brother or it's his it's his childhood friend and he's like he's like drinking at this bar and you know women are like flirting with him because he like picks blues guitar and stuff he's a real cool dude and like his actual brother not in the in real life but in the show in the movie was actually the person that his ex-wife left him for, <laughs> so he comes and he's like, "Listen, man, I, I, I don't want I don't want to leave town, and you'll be mad at us. I want it all be, to be out in the open, right? I want us all to be all to be all good, you know. I want you to forgive
0: me because I forgive you." And he's like, "Forgive, forgive, brother. You got another thing coming because I ain't forgiven." I ain't in a forgiving mood. And you can forget that right now because as long as I'm alive, I ain't gonna
1: forgive you. You know, it gets like really dark. And he's like, Man, i take a bullet
0: for you. And he's like, Would you, brother? Would you take a bullet for me? Hey there, Samson, you got that 22 behind the bar? This, my brother here says he's gonna take a bullet for me. He's like, Nah, nah, I don't mean that. And
1: he like smashes a glass and like puts it on him and he's like, You gonna die for me? You gonna bleed for me? How about I mock you like Cain and Abel did? I came to Abel, Or whatever the biblical meaning of it is Or whatever And um, You know So that transpires So he's like on the deep end And then he's like His brother Who's like or well, his friend sorry Like talks him down and says You know Go with God Or whatever And he's like I'm going home And he plays like Aggressive blues guitar <laughs> he, Like goes home He gets wasted Throws all the clothes out He's like You know In every like Breakup movie or whatever and then he, like, just plays the blues, like, vigorously, like a champion, singing, like, And i bird on a feather That we can get back together That's not the song, so, you know, don't copyright me, because it's not the song. So whatever, you know, it's cool. And I don't know why I'm, like, doing, like, scene by scene <laughs> of this whole movie, but... Anyway, I'm going to skip to, like... Um, so she's, like at this party, like Christine Ricky, right? She's at this party and she's getting like, you know, she's doing, like I said, she's doing all the drugs and whatever. And she like gets, unfortunately she gets, uh, she gets taken advantage of, which I'm never on board with and I don't like it, but she's like in a mood where, I don't know, her character suggests that she does want it, but she doesn't, you know what I mean? Like. It's weird because that's, like, her psyche at the time. So that's what, like, her her character is wanting to do. But, you know, the dude just, like, leaves and then, like, they're on, on like, a football field or, like, in a yard playing football or whatever. I don't know what Americans in the South do for fun or whatever. But then, like, the friend, like, takes takes her home and he, like, tries to force himself on her and she makes a joke about how he's, like, got a baby dick or whatever. Excuse me. Sorry. Whoops. Um... I'll let it that bit out. It'll just say baby. <laughs> and he like hits her. And it's it sucks, man. I hate seeing women get hit in films, eh? Like. It sucks. Like it takes like a really crappy kind of person to like ball your hand up and hit a woman, eh? Like, that's just not on. I'm just not on board with it. In in like movies, in like television, in real life, like I'm just not on board. I do not like it one bit. I hate seeing it. It just disgusts me so much. And anyway, he like thinks he's killed her because he's hit her so many times. He just like kicks her out of the car, like literally kicks her out, like pushes her out with the foot and like kicks her out. And then, you know, then it cuts to like Samuel Jackson's
0: A bit on a feather, we're no longer together.
1: Or whatever. And then he um the next day he wakes up and he goes down to collects his mail and he just sees this like white girl like down the road from him, right? And it's Christine Ricky, like half dead. She's like, hey girl, wake up! And he immediately thinks, I'm because Samuel Jackson's obviously an African american he's like, there's an African-American woman here. I'm the first to find her. This is the South. <laughs> There's only one way to deal with this. I have to take her back. <laughs> I have to take her back to my house and fix her up. I have to make her better before I do anything else. Before any of the like, authorities show up or turn up, I have to like, <laughs> I have to just bring her back to my house and fix her. And that, and that's like, that's what he does. So then he goes to town and gets her, like, some medicine or whatever. And then he, like, asks, sh- she mentions, I think, yeah, she mentions that the the dude that railed her, the African-American dude, she, like, mentions his name. So he, Samuel Jackson goes to town and asks about it and finds out that she's a bit of a floozy or whatever. And he says, you know, she got the disease, she need to, like, she need to do sexual stiff. You know, I'm sure he says something else, but I don't want to say it because I am not the I don't have the authenticity pass to say it. And I won't say it. But she needs she's an nymphomaniac. so she needs to like get it on basically. That's what he's saying, right? And so the Samuel Jackson, the way he thinks about it cuz she he goes back gets some medicine, like goes back and then he like gives her the medicine and she like starts flipping out and she's like jumping and like grinding on him and stuff and like kissing him and stuff. And he's like, hold
0: out, slow down, girl. What you doing? What you doing,
1: girl? And then she like passes out again. And so he th- <laughs> so how he thinks, he thinks cause he's a man of God. He's like, well, God has put her in my path for me to fix her, right?
0: So
1: he the way he, he figures it out to like fix her is and you're right, you're guessing this. If you if you've watched Black Snake Moan then you know where this is going. But he It he, he gets me, it still gets me. The the way he figures out to like fix her is he just chains her. He just puts a chain around her torso like tied enough around, around that she can't get it past her hips and she can't get it past her shoulders, you know what I mean? So it's in the midsection. And he just ties it, like puts the chain and bolts it to the radiator. And he's like, now listen, you got enough chain to get around the house and go to this here toilet and have a this here shower, but you ain't leaving until I cure you. <laughs> and one thing leads to another. She gets quite a... You know, it's so strange because it's a white girl and it's an African-American man and he's trying to show her the error of her ways and try and cure her of, you know, this so... You know, this nymphomaniacism or whatever the ism is of it. And he's, like, walking around the yard (laughs) and walking around the yard with the chain and stuff and yeah, it's it's crazy. It's a crazy movie. But it's cool. It's awesome, you know. It it really it's really symbolic of how two people, no matter what age, can help heal each other. Cause he's still hurting from his wife leaving. And she's obviously hurting from her past sexual encounters of being like the uh, the school floozy or whatever. And, you know, she He's, like, trying to help her. And, you know, long story short, he helps her. And he does it through the power of the blues, man. <laughs> and the power of changing someone up. Like, it's cool. It's good. And there's a scene where, like, Justin Tim Lake's character comes back and he's like, he's like, oh, man, why'd, why'd they throw you out? And he's like... Cause my
0: stomach man Cause my stomach Cause I got that IBS man I got like panicky guts and stuff And I wish that was an exaggeration but That is how he speaks
1: Anyway so that's the love of her life Justin Timberlake for whatever reason (laughs) And he's like Holding a gun to Samuel Jackson Like why you kidnap my,
0: my, my girl Why you do that man She my girl Why you want me to shoot you man Cause she's my girl that's literally how he speaks in
1: this movie, hey? Like, it's the biggest downside of this film. It actually makes me think that that's why the film didn't succeed, is because he just didn't have the acting chops that he maybe has now. You know what I mean? It sucked. It sucked so wholeheartedly. But, you know, long story short, there's some cool, like, blues scene, like Sam Jackson actually performed some of the songs. He actually s- performs this cool song called Lee, which was a... There's, like, two versions of it that I've heard. It's an old blues song, so there's a lot of versions of it. But the version I've heard is, like, the Nick Cave one, which is Stagger Lee, which is super dark. And there's the other one by Pacific Gas Western Union or something like that. There's a band that's called Pacific West Gas or something like that. And they do a cool, like, honky-tonk version of Stagger Lee. And it's, um, yeah, Samuel Jackson's is cool, man. And he's, like, doing the slide guitar and, like, doing the vocals and... Yeah, it's cool, man. The only thing that would make it better if it was put like on a 1970s, like old school like um like ground grindhouse filter where they like there was like tears in the film reel and stuff like that, eh? Like that would be the only thing that would make it like more like cool and authentic. But other than that, yeah, it was a cool movie, eh? To go out and check out Black Snake Moan, which is available now and has been for the last 10 years, man. Oh, I know, it's strange that I review, like, movies from yesteryear, but they're cool movies, man. Like, everyone should go out and and go watch something that's, like, not in your niche. You know what I mean? Like, don't, like, stick to your stereotypes of, like, watching, you know, Neighbours every day. Or like Home and Away or, you know, I don't know, watch the news, I guess, you know, like watch something that you've never thought of watching because you'll surprise yourself about like how much you'll actually like other stuff. Like I was so surprised that I would like that. Remember a couple of months ago, I was talking about that, that mini genre of that sub genre of like goth electro pop. Like, I was so surprised that I liked some of that, even though they scared the bejesus out of me. They, It was cool music, man, Hey, Like, I was super into it. I really liked it. And it's the same with, like, a movie like Black Snake Moan. Like, I liked it back in the day, and I like it more now because I can read into the symbolism a lot more. I can read into, like, what the music meant to, like, those characters at that time and, like... And or, you know, like the symbolism of a, a black man, I shouldn't say black man, but like an African-American man chaining up a white girl to fix her. When like, as we know, the white man used um, chains to heal the black person, right? So it's like this weird, crazy symbolism, man, that's used in like this old film. It's not an old film, like 2007, like for me is not old because I grew up in it, right? So like for people that like grew up With it, when these films came out, like and it's in their like scope of when they watched it, like it's not old for them. Like a movie that's old for me is like a movie that's in the nineteen sixties. Like I still feel like that's an old movie, but like a movie in like the late seventies or early eighties is like not a late movie for some reason. Even though I wasn't born then, but it doesn't feel that late. Um, but yeah. So like, go and go and watch something that you wouldn't watch. Like go go and like pick an actor that you've never heard of or that you're only noticing now. You know what I mean? Like go pick, like go watch, um, go watch like a, an old Mads Mikkelsen movie. You know, like he was like Hannibal in that TV show, Hannibal go watch like his um, movie. Um, Oh, what was the movie he won the Oscar for? Go watch another round, you know, and you'll be, you'll be, there Would actually, um, there's a, a saying that the director of Parasite said, "Boon Joon Hoon." I don't think that's his name. I'm so sorry, Boon Boon Jun Hoon, or something like that. Oh, I'm so sorry. I feel like that's really racist, but it's not because I just can't remember his name. But he said, "the the more that the more that you can actually." The more you realise that subtitles just a one inch of the screen, the more you open yourself up to so many films, and it's so true because I've been watching movies that are subtitled for years now. Like I do, I like movies with subtitles. I like shows with subtitles. I don't really mind, you know, because it helps me not miss stuff that I might miss or I might miss here or. You know, I can understand it. The only thing it does suck is for spoilers because, you know, if there's like a twist you're waiting for, and then it can be like ruined in like the subtitles. With a foreign film, if you can't speak Italian, that shouldn't stop you from watching Italian films. You know, I can't speak Korean or Japanese, but it doesn't stop me enjoying their cinema. You know, there's some good cinema out there. There's some great movies and TV shows if you just open your eyes and look past that one inch subtitle. You know, it's such an accurate thing to say these days because it's so, it's so common that people just, because it's subtitled, they're like, oh, I don't want to read. You read stuff on your phone every day, man. Like news articles. Instead of watching down and watching the news, you'll read the news. It's the same with a TV show when you can just read the subtitles. It's something that's like so lost for me because I enjoy reading. I don't like reading novels. I like reading some. I like reading um, autobiographies more, I like reading about someone's life because I find it inspiring. But I don't necessarily like reading like fiction. I'm a non-fiction kind of guy. Well, in saying that, like I read a lot of comics, and they're anything but true. But they got pictures, so it's a different kind. Of, it's a different kind of novella, right? So you know, it's quite contradictory for me to say that I don't read. N- I prefer nonfiction over fiction. I prefer both, but if it's going to be fantasy fiction, I prefer it to be in a comic book format where I can look at the cool pictures and stuff because I enjoy looking at the cool pictures and stuff. Um, and I I really like in comic books how they use words to create noises. Like "stick" is Snic-t is like Wolverine's claws coming out of his hands. Sneak. Or, like, thwip is Spider Man shooting his web. Thwip, thwip, you know, it doesn't go, it just says, thwip, you know. Um, I like that. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. But yeah, so it's contradictory for me to say that I don't like it, but I do like it. I like all types. I just don't like reading novels. I just don't like creating the pictures in my head where I can just look at the pictures. It might be lazy of me, really, but that's how I like to consume you know, written written novels, I guess. Um, but, you know, you sit there and you can read a novel and you can read the news. Why can't you watch, like, a, a Serbian movie or, like, a movie that, that you've never watched before? You know, like, open your eyes because there's so much, like, cinema out there and TV shows that we miss out on in the Western world because they have subtitles and i get it we all can't speak syrian or we all can't speak russian but we can read <laughs> we we can all read like <laughs> russian to english subtitles you know what i mean like you cut yourself off from watching a lot of stuff and obviously there's so much content out there and there's so much you can watch like right now at this point in my life i, I heard this on a um a podcast actually um, but there is no way that I would be able to watch every single episode of Survivor now you know what I mean because there are so many versions of Survivor and every show's an hour so there is no way I could ever watch all of Survivor that at this point in my life Like there's just no point I, I, I may as well not watch it Because there's no way I could consume Everything that happened From the first Survivor To the, the one that's playing now Because it's still going I'm telling you man Like Survivor's in like 36 seasons or whatever Even in Australia It's in four seasons You know what I mean So oh, It might be longer in Australia but, um, but yeah there's no way So there's like So much stuff That we miss out on But you know look So Now, you can hear the music. You know that at this point, we are wrapping up this week's episode of My Mind with Stefan Taylor. And of course, I hope you did enjoy the episode. I hope you enjoyed my very short um, but long <laughs> explanation of Black Snake Moan because, you know, that's, that's what I like to do. I like to talk about movies and I like to talk about how... We can all connect through them and make the connection through movies and music and video games and stuff like that. Um, and I hope you guys did enjoy this show and you'll go to iTunes and leave a five-star review because that's 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 cool. I'm happy with that. That's a cool thing, right? You can go and leave a five-star review there and you can like and subscribe this on Spotify and Google and Amazon Music. Go to Amazon Music, man. Three months free. Not with my code, but they're offering that, you know. Who doesn't want that? You can go to Instagram, which is mymindpodcast, which is M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T. Or you can go to the email address. You can send an email rather. You can go to the email address if you want, but you can send an email address. You can send an email to winewinepodcast at gmail.com if you have any uh, inquiries or, or whatever. You know, whatever you want to talk about, right? I'll happily answer them. I'll try. And you can go to the Facebook page, which is uh, My Mind with Stefan Taylor. That's a Facebook group. Or you can go to the Facebook page, which is My Mind Podcast. I try to be pretty active in all of them. It's hard for me because I'm one man, you know. Like one man trying to do three or four different platforms of social media is hard. You can follow me on Twitter, which is the same as my Instagram, which is My Mind uh, podcast with no vows, my and you can like the stuff that I like, right? And you can retweet stuff that I say because I'm still learning how to say stuff on Twitter, which is odd, but that's cool. You know, we all try; we're all trying hard. Um, but but that's it for this week. Um, like I said, this week we've got a lot of, a lot of content coming out. We've got heaps and heaps of things, so stay tuned. We've got um, we're going to have a competition time very soon. Christmas is coming up. We're going to have some competition, maybe we'll give away some t-shirts and some coffee mugs so you can all enjoy, you know, my face on some mugs, right? That's pretty cool. So keep stay tuned for that. You know, if you want to be an early investor in the competition, I don't know what that means, but I've heard someone say it, right? So you can be in for a shot, okay? But anyway, stay, um, what do you say? I don't want to say that line from that movie because I don't want to get sued. Um, stay well.
0: And I'll see you all soon. Bye.